Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hi, folks. Welcome to another episode of Film Study. This is Ken McCusick here for this week's matchup show with co-host Frazier Tafar. Frazier, how you doing? Doing good, Ken. Glad to be a part of the show. Ready to dive into Colts week. Yeah, looking looking forward to a game this Sunday. Uh, Ravens haven't had a lot of really rainy weather for a lot of their history. Uh, you know, going to every game at the at the bank, they really have not had a lot of problems with rain. But the last few years have been a lot worse than the early years, I'll tell you. And Sunday is supposed to be one of the worst ever with a big storm hitting uh, right around game time. Yeah, I live in Dallas, so I'm not too sure what the weather's going to be like. But I did hear it's going to be torrential downpour, uh, to your point. To me, I think I hate it when it's a really windy game because mm-hmm. it's going to affect the passing. And we want to see what Lamar can do every single week throwing the ball. And any kind of hindrance towards that is, it's annoying. Yeah, I would agree completely. And that's true, certainly the kicking game as well. You don't want your big advantage taken away, or a big advantage taken away from you. And uh, people think that Justin Tucker is less affected by wind. Well, no, because it's the, it's the Ravens' big advantage. So you don't want to have wind taking that away. It's uh, it's obviously very good for, for the opponent. So, yeah, the, the Colts do play indoors. So maybe they're a little bit less comfortable with outdoor weather for football for with, with some, uh, uh, you know, some nasty weather conditions like rain. So I think that's something to be hoped. Uh, hopefully this is a game where the Ravens really go after the Colts in terms of winning the game, uh, offensive line, defensive line, and the other way around uh, before they worry about other things. Yes. <clears throat> Any kind of participate, uh, precipitation or, bad weather game you're gonna have to do well in the trenches i think uh this game it'll be more so the defensive line that's gonna have more of an impact because if garvin gardner Minshew gets into the game they're gonna be short throws and running the ball most day so if we can have our defensive line show out to that on sunday i think it will be very very good for us Let's start, let's start with the defense then and talk about what they need to do to win this game and and uh, some of the things. The the Colts will be out without their center, Ryan Kelly, which is a big, pretty big loss for them. He might be their best offensive lineman. He's certainly one of the best that, that they have. Uh, this is a game where the Ravens' defensive line on the interior should have some significant advantages with Michael Pierce, Travis Jones, and uh, Braddock Washington, some of the other big bodies. Uh, being able to hopefully handle what the Colts present on offense. They still have Quentin Nelson at left guard. He hasn't been quite as good recently as he was projected to be, certainly coming into the league, but uh, still a pretty decent offensive line with a couple of very short-armed tackles. I'm pretty sure Quentin Nelson has been on the injury report this week. Uh, 
don't know if he practiced today on Friday, but I'm hoping that we can do well, especially Project Washington. I know he got paid this off season, but he's been quiet going into the beginning of the year. So hopefully we can see him take a step up and continues to see the dominance from Pierce and uh, Travis Jones up the middle. Yeah, you're right. He did not practice entering Friday, but he did the same before playing every last week. That's for Quentin Nelson. Uh, So, you know, they may be at a point right now where they're they're just trying to preserve him for game day. We're certainly familiar with that with Ronnie Stanley in terms of what's going on. It's a toe problem for uh, for Nelson. So I don't know for sure, but whenever I see toe problem, I think it's probably turf toe. Wow. Okay. So hopefully we can take advantage of that. Quentin Nelson is still one of the top guards in the NFL, but any kind of advantage you can get against when a guy like that definitely want to exploit it. Anthony Richardson, not going to play the, uh, the quarterback. Uh, he's been in, I believe concussion protocol this week. didn't practice at all and was ruled out today in terms of, of playing. So it will be Minshew. Uh, you mentioned before Minshew really a short passing game uh, guy. I guess I'd ask this, and now my my answer might have been different before I you know I got plugged into the weather late this week. But uh, is this a game where the Ravens want to continue with cover two for a fair amount to force the passing game underneath, or do they maybe not need to do that anymore with the weather being what it is and dissuading the pass by itself? I think that probably would be the case. I think. We might see five down linemen most of the time. Uh, not going to be mostly nickel that we've been seeing throughout the year and dime occasionally. But I think this is going to be a heavy package game going with 3-4. And like I said, five down again. But it's going to be probably cover three, cover one, uh, robber. So I think it's going to be one of those games where you're going to force them to either make a play or make a mistake in a bad weather game. All right. That could be unforced errors or, or something that the Ravens have been pretty good at these first two weeks at trying to work with. So they did finally get a big unforced error from uh, Burrow in week two on the on that pass deep into the teeth of their of their zone defense. But they didn't uh, really force Stroud uh, to give up the football. They sacked him once and and uh, dislodged it, but they didn't they didn't get him to make a mistake with the football in terms of throwing one in a bad spot. Uh, and and I, we'll see how this goes, but I've been calling all summer for the Ravens to move to a uh, 1-3 with Pierce and Jones uh, up front, and I think this would be just the perfect game to do it, particularly with the uh, with the center Kelly out. I think that creates additional opportunities to uh, really bully them up front, and I think Pierce and Jones is a, is a uh, uh, weapon combination the Ravens need to try. Yeah, and also hopefully we can get Brent Urban in there and we can use his length to bat ball bat balls down on those short throws because he had one effective one against Cincinnati that potentially could have been a first down and he was able to get his hands up. So yeah. I think a lot of that is going to be crucial on what formation we get into, but I'm, I'm anticipating heavy formations going into this Sunday. Yeah, I mean, I, that's obviously that's the you know the, what the defense plays is completely dependent upon the offense. So if the offense stays with eleven personnel, they're fo- they'll force the Ravens into nickel. I don't think the Ravens can be forced out of nickel just by the weather. I that's my personal opinion. Um, but they but we'll see. I mean, maybe and, maybe 
Maybe they can. And I think, <laughs> and I think the uh, change in uh, the difference in arm strength between Richardson and Minshew is a difference. Mm -hmm. uh, watching some of the highlights last week, Richardson can throw the ball. I mean, yeah. if he gets on his back foot and he can drive forward, it's it's going to be a dart. So I think it's going to be into our advantage that Minshew is going to be playing. Not a knock on him, but Richardson has elite arm strength. So. Um, yeah, and I think they were overdue for a deep shot, and this could have been the game that they could have took it, even though it is raining. But I think when teams have that mentality where they've, you know, been digging and dunking, taking what the defense is giving them, they're trying to cook something up to go over top. But needless to say, that can happen this week with Minshew as a change of pace as well. Yeah, it's, it's certainly possible, and it's it's probably got a lower percentage chance to succeed when they try it if it's wet. Um, but cornerbacks have problems with the with slipping around too. There there are plenty of quarterbacks who tell you they like to throw with a tacky ball, uh, so they like it when it just starts raining uh, to try and be able to control the ball better, and also that the the defenders you know having to be the reactive of, uh, players in this group tend to have a harder time keeping up. Uh, so it's not like like I don't buy that. I just think that there are other the, the the science of throwing the football requires precision from the offense that is reduced by wind or rain. And so I think we'll, uh, if we see some of each, each of those things on Sunday, that it probably doesn't play well for either quarterback. I think we'll see Lamar probably running the ball more and we'll, we'll probably yep. see a lot of very short throws from Mitchu. Agreed. All right. Well, let's go, let's go turn it over onto the offense in terms of, uh, of what they should do in this game. Um, you know, whether or not the Colts weakness is very much in their secondary as well. They have a very strong interior defensive line led by uh, Grover Stewart and DeForest Buckner uh, on the inside. And that's a great as good a one three combination as there is right now in the NFL. Uh, but they're they really don't have um, uh, good players in the secondary right now. And Daryl Baker in particular has just been absolutely awful at corner. Yeah, I think they they had Nico Collins look like a all pro receiver last week. He had he had a really good 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 game. I mean, against the Ravens, he had a, like what seventy yards, a couple of carries. He had over a hundred yards last week. So I think if it wasn't raining, I would love to see what the Ravens can do against this this defense. It would be a quote unquote get right game going against the Colts for our mm -hmm. offensive passing game, but. I, still, I, I expect uh, Mark Andrews to have a good game over the middle, going to the outside. I think Mark I, Lamar's going to take his shots. I don't think the rain's going to affect him. I think he's shown that he can throw in the rain if need be. So, comes from South Florida. There's a lot of rain down there on a regular basis. So you have yeah. to you have to be able to play football uh, in the rain there. Uh, in terms of the run game and what the Ravens attempt to do, I'm expecting a kind of a heavy dose of Patrick Ricard in this game. So if he played 25 snaps this last week out of 70, I think that's the, the correct number, then I would expect significantly more this week. Yeah. And I think if you agree, I've been satisfied with Patrick Ricard's usage so far. I think it's been efficient, very efficient. There has 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. been a time where i've been like oh ricard's in the game i think his deployment has been very very desirable he was very key towards getting that game finished in the yep. in the last week and it, it was very good to see monken use him in that way because that was one of my significant concerns with exactly. when the ravens really have to run out of game can they get it done yeah and that's that's why i brought it up because i know that was something that you were looking for so it's good to see that come to fruition yeah. Uh, what else can we? What might might we see out of the offense in this game? Obviously, you know, does the weather condition you know portend for more mesh option plays, more read option from Lamar? Uh, you know, more what is effectively designed run, uh, heavy a heavier reliance perhaps on misdirection as well that comes with that. Yeah, and. With that misdirection, I think Zay Flowers will be key with his quickness and change of pace. I think you can't defend him on a normal day with conditions that are less than desirable. I think him going in and out of his break is going to be very keen because he knows where he's going. The defense doesn't. So he's going to have that extra slip at second to get that extra separation. So it's it might not it's going to be probably another screen game for, for Flowers coming up. Uh, if the run isn't hitting the way we need it to, I think we're probably going to go to Flowers, probably going to go to DuVernay. Uh, I know he had a shoulder this week, but it looks like he's a full go. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think we're going to see a lot of Gus. Uh, I expect to see Drake. Um, Hill's not going to be the, in this game, mm-hmm. but I see. I'm expecting to see Drake over Melvin Gordon in right. the majority of the situations. Yeah, so I, I agree. I think we'll see Gus and Drake primarily. Melvin Gordon got zero snaps last week. I think if they, you know after that's occurred, I don't see a reason why he's going to play significantly here. And if he did, I think it might be a case where the Ravens are trying to um, grind through some snaps with backs where they don't want to where they don't want to risk other backs on an injured on a uh, on a field that's wet. Yeah. Uh, but that that could happen. Uh, the other thing I, I think is possible, and, and I would really hope for is that they run a lot of less of their gadgetry through flowers in a poor weather game like this. I think it, it does not, it's, it, there's additional injury risk in a game like this. And I, I really don't want to see that uh, running through him. He's the most important player the Ravens have got on offense after Lamar. And they really need to make sure that, that Duvernay uh, Hill was not a, in, available this week and Keaton Mitchell is not available. So it's really Duvernay who would have to pick up a lot of that gadget load. 
Yeah, I think the offense is kind of waiting on Keaton Mitchell at this point, uh, especially with letting Gordon go. And you think he'll get to the practice squad? Oh, he's still on the practice squad. I didn't say. Yeah, he's still. He's never. He's never come. He's never activated. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I think once Keaton Mitchell is off IR, I think he'll be ready to go, and he's going to be taking a lot of those those plays that we're talking about. And on top of that, that speed outside option for the running back position as well the two other things from today uh great points by the way but two other things from today the the ravens have announced their injury report and they have seven men listed as out let's do a little math here they have 53 roster spots you have two practice squad elevations that's 55 you need 49 active including qb3 which means they are currently one short so they might decide, I think it would be fairly arrogant to do so, that they can beat the Colts with 52 men. Sorry, with 48 um, active. And if so, they won't make any roster changes prior to the game. It would be a salary cap savings to do so, although minor. Um, yeah. But the, the Raiders have played that game before. I think. I don't know. This, it, it's it's tough. I think this it might be a... Um, a light into the future coming up with Lamar's contract and the money that we're going to have to spend moving forward with the cap. I think we're going to have games where maybe we not have 53 on the roster. I think this is something that we might have to get accustomed to. Uh, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm fairly opposed to this, particularly since I think it's pretty clear to me that there are players among those seven who are clearly going to be out for at least four weeks. And I'm, I'm not putting Hill in that category, but tell me that Marcus Williams is really coming back within four weeks, and I'll be okay with him just continuing to rehab while he's walking wounded. But I I just don't see it. I really I think there's there's players in that group who they, they already know are going to be out at least four more weeks, and they're still keeping him on the on the uh, uh, roster. Active and, roster, yeah. And now it's starting to cost them in terms of game day activations. And – IR is only a four game. It's only four game IR up to right. this point, right? Yeah, that's that's so, right. Four four games. It's four games, not since their last activity, by the way. And that's the baseball way. You 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 put somebody on the DL retroactive to a certain date. You can't do that in football. Mm-hmm. But so with Marcus Williams, they they have to start, and he misses weeks three, four, five, and six. You get him back in week seven, for example. Yeah, I'm not too sure what the plan. It might have. It has to be a compensation thing at the end of the day, mm-hmm. because the, yeah. It has to be a compensation thing because it, for roster purposes, it doesn't make sense to keep him on. I think uh, they would have already done it with Linderbaum, in my opinion, if they didn't think it was a four-week injury. Uh, Stanley and Stanley Humphrey and uh, Williams. I think since they're well-paid, it's probably compensation-driven. Um, yeah, they, I, I, it's, there's another side to this too, is that they have to pay someone the vet minimum for an additional game. And it doesn't seem like much. It doesn't seem like a big savings, but savings of something like $59,000. If, if they, if they bring on a, a a guy making 1 million and they have to pay him one eighteenth or slightly over 1 million, they have to pay him one eighteenth of that. Uh, then they, they have a, a little bit of a additional cap hit just from that. And the Ravens are working on a pretty small, um, uh, cap budget for during the year. They only have about $5 million. So each one game of activation uses up about 1% of that. 
So they might not want to do it for that reason. I just, I think it's, it's foolish not to, you know, a game that you have probably a 75% chance to win or probably a little bit higher, but it's between, you know, high seventies. It's not 93. It's not 88 or anything like that. I can tell you that yeah. from a seven and a half point spread or an eight point spread in the NFL. It's just not that high. Um, I think it, it's, it, it would be really arrogant to go into this game, a man short, just because you say, Oh, it's only, it's only the Colts. Yeah. And it's, yeah, I don't know. I think, yeah, like you said, everyone is going to be, everyone's going to be over this game. I don't think there's going to be anyone that's going to be uh, inactive coming into Sunday. Right. Other than the people right. injured, obviously. But. Right. The, the people are out are all out. And then one of them is going to be active for game day yep. um, because of the, yeah, it's, it's just, it's a, it's a strange situation to me. I got one more thing I wanted to discuss this week, and that is the importance of the Ravens not taking chances with very small positive EV this week. Okay, what do I mean by that? If you have a fourth down, you may you may have a, a chance where you improve your win probability by one and a half percent, say, by going forward on fourth and three at the opposing 40. All right, and the models tell you that, and maybe even you adjust properly for weather and you get to the right spot there because it, that, that may change it as well. But my point is this, that the Ravens need to do everything they can not to have this game be decided by a few plays. They're the better team. They should they should lean on their opponents down after down after down and play effectively small pot poker with low risks involved and not take small positive EV risks that are actually very large risks in terms of the swing from the from the positive outcome to the negative outcome. Uh, so I, I'm I, I'm very strong on that. This is not a game to do a lot of aggressive fourth down play. Um, in, in this game, it's a game for it's a game to try and lean on your opponent and try and make them make some mistakes and have the game uh, be decided over the broadest set of plays possible. Yeah, and I think if uh, Todd Munkin continues to call the offense that he the way he did in Cincinnati, barely getting a third down, I think that's that's a big thing. Having playing good first, second down football, not getting behind the sticks, that's going to put you in those situations where your defense can hunt and you don't have to get in those high leverage situations because the score is just too out of hand. Yeah. I, hopefully that works. And hopefully, you know, they move the balls effectively in the rain as they, as they did in Cincinnati in basically near perfect conditions. They had 26 first downs in that game against Cincinnati and they only had five times uh, they were off the field. So it's actually 26 out of 31 conversions for purposes of series success rate. And that's 80, 84%, just an outstanding percentage for, for the game. That's very reminiscent of the 2019 Ravens, by the way. And through two games, they're at 79% for the year, which is is also right around where the 2019 Ravens ended up. Yeah, I'm very satisfied with Munkin so far. All right, outstanding. Always, always a pleasure to uh, have this discussion with you, Frazier. Tell us where fo- people can talk football with you online. You guys can find me at x slash Twitter. My username is F underscore R-A-V-E-8. That's F underscore Rave8. All right. Outstanding. Other folks out there who want to be on a film study short, hit me up with a DM on Twitter. They're always open. I want to talk football with you. I'll get right back to you, I promise. I've had some great ideas come in the last week and really looking forward to record those shows. Uh, for Frazier Defar, this is Ken McCusick saying goodbye, and we'll talk to you next week on Matchups.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.